0: It's the show the establishment warned you about. Oh, hey, thank you for joining us. This is Dr. Tommy Show, live from Wesley Chapel, Florida, which is just outside of Tampa, if you're not familiar, and I am here today with, thank you, with Tracy, my co-host.
1: Hello.
0: We have a special guest on the line, which we'll get to, but before that, before that, I want to tell you about Atlas MD, which is the best medical software for membership medicine practices across the united states and also for any type of direct care practice and if you're in the bait and who cash based medicine uh i honestly think that if you don't do yourself the favor of getting atlas md and at least giving it a go you are uh, probably uh, doing yourself a disservice so go to askdrtommy.com click on special offer for atlas md and then you can enjoy the benefits of atlas md for free just tell him, dr tommy sent you sent you and today tracy is here with me but also i have on the phone the president of and founder of Sano surgery and that's mr dutch rojas dutch how are you doing today good how are you i'm doing wonderful sir as well i'm glad to have another free market warrior uh on the on the dr tommy right? show
2: <laughs> always always happy to have that discussion love it thank T- you
0: tell us about what you do you're a surgery specialist you help people find uh, the best prices for surgery for self-funded employers and, I guess, individuals, too?
2: Yeah, I think, um, you know, to, to be as direct as possible, I think what we try to do is we try to help self-funded employers and we try to help surgery centers explain their value proposition. We we did that um, by contracting on the supply side first. So, in other words, we, we helped a lot of surgery centers figure out how to do cost accounting and how to put together financials in order to create bundles we helped them to uh, understand the relationship between the anesthesiologist the facility and the uh, the physician and then we helped them negotiate good implant contracts and so that's kind of how our business started in uh, 2010 and so we did that and then uh, we moved on from there so now we have a nationwide association of bundled payment networks and um, you know we just try to be good a, a good consistent help to self-funded employers and try to show them you know what the arbitrage opportunities are in the marketplace.
0: So tell me why is it that there's so much pushback against what you're doing because I think there is.
2: Uh, you know what I don't the, the pushback is really subtle. you know it's not a uh, someone you know in a big office with a suit on telling me no. what it is is um, I think people are used to doing business a certain way. And they're used to doing it with the bukas, and they don't understand why they need to change. What's a buka? And there's really no interest in changing because they're making a lot of money. What's a buka? And so we're trying to show them how to be better. Yeah. What were you gonna say? What's a buka? Oh, blue cross blue shield. You know, united, Cigna, edna. Yeah. So, so for the primary four, I'm sure you've discussed it plenty of times on your show.
0: So basically, yeah, the insurance time industry, time. so to speak, the big insurance uh, yeah. carriers. Not that there's anything wrong with yeah, them, the but they're, they have their own self-interest.
2: Oh, certainly, yeah, yeah. The, th- those guys in the nonprofit hospitals, they certainly, y- you know, it's, it's interesting, you have to have this conversation with reasonable people. I don't mean that every employee at a nonprofit hospital is a bad person. Some people take it that way, you know, especially when I'm having a conversation with an administrator. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying what you're doing is really, you know, a bad decision. You're really, like, you're not helping the people you intended to help and that's a disservice to the patient population at large and of course the bucas love doing that right yeah yeah you're absolutely right
0: well let us let's, let's hear something this is something i saw today this is from uh daily caller i just want to have you weigh in on this and then we'll we'll see what you says so regarding transparency and pricing and trying to get people the best deal so we have from the daily caller this is uh a hat tip to rob klein on linkedin he says he sent this and uh, tagged me in it, and it's from the Daily Caller on August 20th. It says, Chief Obamacare architect sacked after fraudulent billing investigation. I'm just going to play for you uh, what he said.
2: It's just you can't do it politically. You just literally cannot do it. Okay. Transparent financing. And let's transparent financing, also transparent spending. I mean, the this bill was written in a tortured way to make sure CBO did not score the mandate as taxes. If CBO scored the mandate as taxes, the bill dies. Okay, so it was written to do that in terms of in terms of risk-rated subsidies If you had a law which said healthy people are going to pay in, it made explicit the healthy people pay in and sick people get money, it would not have passed. okay Just like the kind of people, transparent lack of transparency is a huge political advantage and basically you know call it the stupidity of the American voter or whatever. but basically that was really, really critical to getting the thing to pass and you know it's the second best argument. look,
0: so that's Jonathan Gruber, who's acknowledged architect of Obamacare. Yeah. So what do you think about that?
2: Well, at least he decided to tell the truth for once in his life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, politically, you know, right. You've got you've got a political argument and you get the healthcare argument and, and I'd probably be more inclined to weigh in on the on the the healthcare argument, which is this is a really bad decision. Politicians being involved in healthcare care is a really bad decision. You know, the reason we believe in the free market is because we believe that if there's honest transparency and competition between a buyer and a seller, then the best price and the highest quality provider wins. I mean, that's why you're winning. That's why I'm winning. That's why we keep just absolutely destroying the competition because we're actually providing the lowest prices and the highest quality services possible. So but we- if, if the American people appreciate that at Whole Foods and Safeway. An Apple computer and everywhere else. Why wouldn't they appreciate it in, um, in healthcare?
0: Yeah, I think you're uh, you're on the subject. I think the,
2: the 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 super intellectuals like to believe that the American people are stupid, and I just don't I just don't believe that. I believe if you give them the tools, they'll the market will figure it out.
0: What's been the response? I mean, look, everybody
2: s- uses a cell phone.
0: Yeah, what's been the Everybody response to...
2: Every, s- every piece of technology. Go, so, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. What's been I'm
0: the response saying. to sono surgery throughout what, when you're you're going out and meeting with these uh, companies and telling them about all the different things that they're missing out on? What is Is it more of a shock or is it more of a question? Uh, or, or did oh, they, it's certainly a shock. Yeah.
2: I mean, look, we're sitting with a uh, large Fortune 500 customer. I don't have very many of those, right? Most of our customers are between, I'd probably say 25,000 and 35,000 lives or members. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, there's a big difference, but we, we started that number of lives. Um, but I you know w- we're talking to these large companies and the consultants from Aon and, and Willis are like they can't understand where this opportunity came from. They ask me questions like, how are you getting these prices? You know and the, re- the real answer is we ask. Yeah. We're not like the insurance companies. We don't tell them what they're going to be reimbursed. We don't mandate anything. We don't try to scare them. We don't. We don't do anything. We say, well, "What's the price you want
0: to offer?" Yeah, Tracy, you're we,
2: the physician in
1: charge. Make it. Make a deal.
0: Yeah, so you're kind of doing on a larger scale what Tracy and I try to do here in the office, right?
1: Right, I do that all, all the oh, time.
0: 100%. So,
1: but sometimes I'm told that. Um, sometimes I'm. You know, they'll ask me, um, "Does the patient have insurance?" And um, we're going to charge them more if they have insurance, but just choose not to use it
2: why would they do
1: that i asked the same care? question why would you do that to the patient isn't it up to them whether they want to yeah, use why? their insurance or not but you know one one um, case in particular was for a colonoscopy and they wanted to charge our patient uh, nearly 1200 dollars more because the patient had insurance and did not want to use it yeah i think yeah, it, i
2: don't i don't really i don't understand that kind of garbage i think there's but i a, think you know to that point i don't think there's very many ma's like i love ma's right they work in our clinics Um, I love them, but a lot of them don't know. Neither do nurse practitioners, neither do physicians. I mean, the topic we're having a conversation about self-insured free market physicians understand what a blue cross contract is. Right. But Mm -hmm. If I say, well, you can get a contract with this third party administrator or this captive out of Texas or South Carolina, or, you know, we can do a direct contract with a large employer. Mm -hmm. They like, there's no education. There's no you, I, we have to teach them that. You know, this show has to teach them. All the free market believers have to teach people how to do it because they have no idea what that means. So I'm not surprised that, you know, the May that's answering the phone has no idea.
0: I was talking to Keith Smith once, Dr. Smith out at Surgery Center of Oklahoma. I actually emailed him. I said, well, what is it? He, he does these uh, – his podcast and his, his weekly video podcast mm. was about uh, – it was about uh, you know basically what you've run into or what I've run into we've all run into this type of inertia that you're talking about this pushback against changing to a smarter model just because uh, and I said I said well what's the what is the reason do you think that these uh, companies don't want to go to something that's smarter and leaner I said is it is it some type of backroom deal. Is it just relationships? Is it is it what is it? And he says he thinks what it is is basically it's inertia coupled with long lasting re, uh, relationships with these uh, these TPAs or whoever they're dealing with these brokers, and then also as an employer as a as an employee I mean as a as a HR person there is no uh, real advantage to going out and taking this other model if what you're doing now has just been going along the way it's been. So if you go take this other model which is, is new. There's an inherent risk in that because it's different and it may, there is an opportunity for uh, saving money, but at the same time, there's maybe an opportunity to have it all blow up and they are not going to be rewarded necessarily. If it's some big success, it's just going to be like, well, you know, whatever. So there's a little bit of the comfort in this inertia, this kind of staying the same way we've always yeah, and done. I think
2: it. you're talking about, you know, he, he and you I think are talking about the demand side of healthcare, right? Mm-hmm. So it's different for why aren't hospitals doing it and why aren't physicians doing it in private practice? Why aren't they offering bundle transparent, you know, rates versus like what what's demand why, why isn't why aren't the brokers and consultants who control probably 75% of market why aren't they doing it? What do you think? Right? So is that what you're addressing?
0: Yeah, but what do you think? I mean, you see it from a different side. What is what is it? What do you think is... Oh,
2: c- certainly from the de- from the demand side, I think consultants have never done business this way. Uh-huh. Uh, look, everything that Keith Smith started, the guys in California started, you know, with, with bundled payments as a principled idea for transparency um, and competition and free market, I think it's going to win, and I think it'll probably win in the next three or four years. I also don't think that everybody knows the what's going on so i think you know as i talk to the larger brokerage houses they're getting it they just haven't implemented it because it's so new you know it's like someone getting an iphone in 2007 like that wasn't that was hard for normal people to get a grasp on Mm -hmm. i think it's just you know the diffusion of innovation whereas everything you're doing with dpc and what your mark i think it's gonna it's gonna be the norm in the next three years i just don't think other than hospitals, I don't, I think the supply side is nefarious. I don't think demand side is nefarious. Like okay. I don't, I don't find any, you know, I don't think they're doing anything that I would say is, is, is crazy or off-putting. So, I think they just don't understand. And healthcare is slow to move.
0: So someone uh, is, go ahead. So somebody's out there and they're, they're self-funded and they, they basically, yeah. if if they're working with someone, they're working with a TPA, right? tell people what a TPA is
2: a third party administrator
0: so a third party manages the
2: claim for any other services that you know that the self insured company wants.
0: so, so uh, the third party administrator then would reach out to these different uh, people who are going to supply them with the health care so they would be reaching out to somebody like you then to f- to find out how that you would fit into this employer's plan-, plan is that right
2: sure yeah we we have contracts with i, I mean i don't want to underplay it but uh, i mean i don't know there there are 400, right, Mm -hmm. around the country, plus or minus. Mm -hmm. And I think we're contracted with just less than 50. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean for us? It means that there's an opportunity to introduce our product, um, all 300 plus surgery centers that we have around the country, plus another 500 plus imaging and lab centers that we have around the country, Mm -hmm. with free market pricing to those members of that self-insured company. So I think, you know, and there's a real measurable way to see what's the difference between a PPO discounted contract versus Medicare versus bundled rates. Right. Like, so we do all that analysis for them. So we show them like here in plain dollars and cents, here's what you're really paying as compared to what you were paying. And no. the real secret is just getting people out of the hospital. As long as they're not, you know, impatient, as you know, was the time strategy. And so there's no need for that. So, you know, just trying to get them out of the hospital helps a ton. But I think it's difficult. It's a difficult uh, thing for people to wrap their minds around.
0: Well, I think it's a difficult thing, and we'll, we'll be glad to have you back on to delve a little bit further into it because, as you said, you know, there's a lot of the words we just threw around that even I'm not completely uh, facile with, so like demand side and supply side and all that. So it's definitely going to be uh, something <laughs> that we're going to need you to come back on and talk with us again. But tell us about Sano Surgery and how to get in touch with you at Sano Surgery and what you can do. Uh,
2: you know, info at Sano Surgery works. Uh, dot com, info at sonosurgery. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm looking forward to talking with you again. And uh, for the physicians that are listening and the surgery centers that are listening, we'll take your prices and we'll market them out to our self-funded clients. All right. No fees involved. Uh, just send us your pricing. So thank you. Thanks, I Dutch. Being on your show.
0: You're welcome, buddy. Take care. All right. Thanks. You're welcome. So that's uh, Dutch Rojas, and he's Sonosurgery founder and president and uh, you know this is something that we've always been wanting to find out ways to find people that are going to work with us on doing the type of medicine that we do cash-based mm-hmm. medicine and i think like he said three or four years this is going to become the norm where we're all doing similar types of things reaching out trying to cut out the um, excess uh, mm-hmm. excess expense and i think a person like dutch and dr smith and you know bill Kosart and all these people that we know and rob klein everybody um
1: i hope that's the case you know that was one thing i was talking to uh you know the person that we met with this morning it's uh it's sometimes it's difficult to refer out
0: yeah that's what i told her she said you know we had a new patient come in and she's talking about you know the the you know there's pros and cons and you know there's not many cons with membership medicine or concierge medicine I said, really, the only con that we have is trying to find partners to refer to. That's right. Um, to, and trying to find people who are willing to even try to take the time to understand what it is that we do.
1: Mm-hmm. Even um, just for a simple office visit, I'm going to give an example of the patient that I was getting in. um wanted to get an appointment into a pretty big um, medical clinic mm-hmm. and uh, she is they her, and her husband choose to be uh, cash payers they don't have insurance and um, I had to do so much harassing I told her if they knew where we live they'd probably come burn our house down because I was such a pest mm-hmm. but what a big ordeal that was just to get an office visit
0: yeah and it's, with
1: um, a physician because um, the majority of those physicians there do not take cash paying patients
0: and if you if you're ever walk into a clinic what's the first thing they ask you is what's your insurance? Where's yeah. your insurance card? Where's your insurance? Where's your papers? And uh, until then, you shall not pass. And I think it's got to be, with the, with the way that we're doing things now with high deductible plans and everything, and we need to have more trans, price transparency first, but we also need to have more options mm-hmm. uh, for people to use uh, HSAs and things like that. We had a patient come in once that had a tonsils or something and she said she went to see the specialist and the specialist saw them for like two minutes mm-hmm. and then got a bill for 700 dollars out of their hsa well you know the that that particular medical provider doesn't know if it's a hsa if it's a blue cross if it's self-pay they just write it out mm-hmm. and so as more and more people start having access to cash prior cash have cash to spend, mm-hmm. uh, then they're going to want real prices, not seven hundred dollars for two minutes. Nobody's worth uh, that much money when it's just for a simple console.
1: That's right, and she, um, I believe, she was reimbursed for some of that money
0: Mm-hmm. because
1: I think she, she called, was. and um, of but, course, that was not fair.
0: But yeah, but that was the 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 reflex thing was to just do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, we have uh, something about this ugly truth about wedding diets, and this is hat tip to Stacy Smith, who is a PA, and she's getting ready to be married here in a couple weeks. So, good luck, Stacy! Congratulations! And she had this. Uh, she was reading through this uh, article about wedding uh, diets, and it says, "This is from Kelsey Miller: The Ugly Truth About Wedding Diets," and she writes. The bridal industry is in is kind of a bubble. After getting engaged last year, I stepped into it and quickly discovered that in reality, that reality in here is a little different. In the bubble, the coord in the bubble, color coordination is of the utmost importance and $3,000 is a great price for a dress. Everything is to the extreme, more expensive but somehow less advanced. In reality, for example, the world diet is considered passé. People don't do it. Of course, they do do it under the guise of another term. Call it cleansing, call it eating clean. Uh, but now we also know that diet generally doesn't does more harm than good So there's this article about some of the diet plans and one of the diets that caught my eye. They were talking about um, Different diets and it said that drinking water was the most commonly reported weight loss technique among women in the study crash dieting of course is considered unhealthy and effective and simply outdated and then there's this one glaring example happened in 2010 when none other than the New York Times reported on a hot new dieting weight loss plan, the KE diet, otherwise known as the feeding tube. The story followed bride-to-be Jessica Schneider, I believe that's how you say it, who spent eight of the recommended 10 days on the nasal feeding tube during which she subsisted only on the calorie, carbohydrate-free 800-calorie KE diet powder mixed with water and passed through the tube down her esophagus into her stomach. It was an outpatient procedure administered by Dr. Oliver DePietro, the first doctor to bring the KE diet to the U.S. using this method. Dr. DePietro says that patients can lose up to 20 pounds in 10 days. I get a lot of brides, he told the Times. So that was in 2012.
1: What do you think about that?
0: I think that's a very effective diet, probably. It is probably as effective as the uh, diets that you hear about where you're going to lose uh 50 pounds in 50 days or 40 pounds in 40 days and they say all you have to do is uh come in we'll have this special thing that analyzes your body and all that this that and the other and you'll also get 500 calories a day diet
1: but there's no pills no
0: pills no no shots none of those crazy shots or pills all you have to do is have our uh, whiz bang technology plus our added uh little Side note: a 500 calorie a day diet, and then voila, you'll lose you'll lose weight.
1: I cannot imagine being so stressed out about my weight uh, prior to getting married um, that I'm going to go let someone stick a tube in my nose every day.
0: Are you shaming people who are stressed I am, out? Yeah. Are you
1: honestly when it comes to? Are down you bride to,
0: shaming? Are you thin?
1: <laughs> sure, call that concerned
0: thin bride shaming people Honest, on well, the Dr. Tommy show.
1: <laughs> Sometimes I do that. And you know what? It's their business if they want to do that, and if they want to pay a physician to do that. That honestly, it's their business I could care less. Would I do it? That. No.
0: Could we start doing that?
1: You want to you want to put down a, put G uh, in G tubes and patients? How about we just put a G tube in their side and
0: well what you do is you oh, put wait. it in their tube Your nose you put a little stuff on it. And then once they start going You tell them swallow 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 and then it goes down. I remember that from residency I saw the nurses do it
1: and they're gonna do that
0: And then we'll give them some uh, 10 days so they K-E can lose diet them.
1: They should. Here's an idea: just buy the size dress that fits you.
0: Well, or the idea is to, uh, or maybe just exercise and plan and and eat a reasonable diet and compromise on what you're going to look like. But I think that would be too hard.
1: Well, we know from experience that I mean, personal experience also, it is difficult to watch your uh, calories every day and eat right every day. And you know, we, <laughs> I don't exercise near as much as I used to, but. Um, putting an NG tube in my nose every day just so I can lose weight for a wedding and then blow back up after.
0: What do you think the best diet is?
1: For me, yeah. what's been the most effective for me is calorie counting. Okay. So I um, was, you know, I did MyFitnessPal for quite a while mm-hmm. and I've slacked off, but um, I did MyFitnessPal for quite a while and I stayed on a certain amount of calories every day. I, I kept a log <laughs> of everything I put in my mouth mm-hmm. and that was the most effective for me, effective way for me. And, <coughs> and that included carbohydrates, but I, I kept my protein um, at 40%, my fat at 30 and my carbohydrate at 30
0: I like the no fat or no sugar, or no carbohydrate diet.
1: I know, but, you know, I like carbohydrates. I hate them. You love them, but you know they're not good for I you. I like meat. Yeah, you do. I could honestly go without eating meat. It yeah. would not bother me if I did not have meat um, for a month at a time. and It's not a big deal to me. Yeah. But I know it's better to eat meat than eat carbohydrates, clearly. No, I mean, the other diet this is
0: the most effective diet? What? The a reasonable diet.
1: The, the reasonable
0: diet. The reasonable diet is a diet that you could potentially do long term
1: well you know what's That's a great, the most effective diet you know what i think is um i think i've done a lot of diets over my years weight watchers
0: mm-hmm.
1: weight watchers i think is one of the best um diets and it's not a diet it's a lifestyle change mm-hmm. and you can eat everything and anything just it's all about moderation Yep. So if you want to eat a candy bar that day, you take your points for that candy bar. But that means you're going to be giving up lunch or mm-hmm. dinner. Something there's a compromise, and it's it's effective.
0: And then you could also go on a medical weight loss. We do medical weight loss here. Uh, you use Fentermine short term. It's very mm-hmm. effective. You use a we use Mic combo, which is a vitamin shot that you can get for energy and also to help you uh, with a little bit of metabolism um, improvement. And that's got uh, meth- methionine, and and choline, B6 and B12. And then you can use that too.
1: I do like Mick. I do think it makes me uh, feel good. And some patients will say, I don't really notice a difference. We so gave they- one to
0: our patient that was been on antibiotics for what, a month now from a problem. And then he said he texted you within an hour and said he feels better.
1: Yeah, he said he felt a world of difference. Yep. But um, I do like the way it makes me feel. And some patients, um, sometimes they're like, oh, I don't know if I feel any different. But then they'll stop. And mm-hmm. then they realize, oh, well, wow, it, does, it does make me feel good. Mm -hmm. I like it. We've been doing it for, what, two years?
0: Yep. More than that, probably.
1: Maybe. But um, anyway, I I like um, Mick a a few other
0: things here, but we're running out of time, so we'll just cover those next week. But for all of you listening out there, we appreciate it. For you of you watching, we appreciate it. Subscribe on YouTube. uh, Send it to your friend to subscribe on YouTube. Also, subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher or TuneIn or however you're listening on SoundCloud. And then uh, for all of you out there who are – Fans of the show, you know that we have a song of the week, and this week in honor of our brides is the Georgia Satellites. Keep your hands to yourself. And until next time, follow us on AskDrTommy.com, and bye-bye.